Just go with it. Just go with it. Tonight's episode of the Fourth Wall Podcast contains major spoilers for the movie Jurassic World in theaters everywhere now. Exterior. <laughs> Is La Nublar day. A blue and silver colored helicopter approaches an extravagant island flowing with greenery. A sight that truly must be seen to be believed. Amidst the green lies what appears to be small buildings lying in ruins. A young boy by the name of Adam presses his face against the glass of the chopper as they fly closer. Is that it? His father, Owen Grady, signals the pilot to lower the chopper slightly as a smile breaks onto his face at the sight of his young son gleefully glancing out the window. Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, Lloyd. Am I doing it in an English or American accent? Whatever you want. Happy birthday, little guy, and welcome to what once was Jurassic World. <laughs> Wahoo! Can we land on it, please? Can we? That's the plan, kiddo. Hold on tight. The pilot positions the chopper of the helipad of the decrepit Jurassic World Control Center and begins to lower down onto it. The chopper lands and begins to power down as the blades slowly stop spinning. All is silent. Adam jumps out of the helicopter and observes the park from what feels like a bird's eye view. Wow, this is great. I never thought I'd see this in person, Dad. <laughs> well, here you are. Unfortunately, we can't be here too long. The island is restricted to the public due to safety concerns, but fortunately for you, I was once one of the largest shareholders when Jurassic World was operating a few years ago. Why don't I have your accent? <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? <laughs> safety concerns. They can't kick us off an island that you own part of. You're the king of the island, and so am I. I'm the king of Jurassic World. Owen grabs the head of little Adam and turns it gently. Adam is in utter shock and awe at what he sees. No, my dear boy. I'm afraid that is the king of Jurassic World. A monstrous, battle-scarred T-Rex approaches in the distance. The T-Rex wanders near the park entrance, appears to lock eyes with the young boy from afar, and lets out a roar that would awaken a deaf man from a long winter slumber. Wow, Dad! It looked at me! She, she looked at you. She looked at me! Before we go, do you want to get a closer look? Oh, do I? I need your trust and your utmost respect, son. Do I have that? Adam nods his little head in silence. Owen turns around and faces the open wilderness as he lets out a whistle. From a distance, a fast-moving figure approaches. It's blue, a velociraptor with blue markings down its back. Blue comes screeching to a halt, a few feet in front of Owen and Adam. Owen puts his hand out as, a blue, as blue slowly approaches. With his other hand, Owen reaches down and grabs Adam's small hand and holds it up to his. I'm scared. <laughs> blue smells the hand of Adam. Owen takes a few steps back towards the chopper and reaches inside to remove what looks like a saddle. Owen approaches Blue once more and pets her gently as he throws a saddle on her back. Blue is slightly startled by this, but allows it to happen. Climb on, son. But, Dad, what if I fall? Hold on tight and you won't fall. Quickly, kiddo, she's getting impatient. Blue snarls at Adam, and Adam stumbles back a few steps. As young Adam takes a deep breath, he hops onto the back of the Velociraptor. Owen locks eyes with the Velociraptor. Are you holding on tight? Yes, sir. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. Owen takes a few steps back, and the raptor stands tall. Blue, seek! In an instant, Blue runs off into the distance. The camera pulls back to reveal a wide shot of Jurassic World as Adam rides Blue through the ruins and rubble. 
Owen watches from atop the Jurassic World Control Center as a single tear rolls down his cheek. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy. End scene, opening title, Jurassic World 2, Back to the Island. Welcome welcome to episode five of the fourth wall. All right, all right. So, Jurassic Jurassic World themed episode right here, feel, all for an hour. So, um, first time we read that. Yeah, that was yeah. a dry run through of a brand new sequel that was already in progress for we, Jurassic World. We probably made it more fun. And in, in, if that sounded serious, it might. Is that a good idea for the, oh, absolutely. the opening of the second of the second no. sequel? No, no, yeah, no, it yeah. shouldn't. <laughs> Steven Spielberg, it let me know be, if you need that a writer. Be it. That's it. Watch That's the opening sequel. Two or three years from now. It, it looks just like that, and we have to sue. <laughs> like, this is our idea from yeah. the beginning. I we pull of, up on iTunes. I wanted to podcast. keep reading. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was more. That was fun. Yeah. That's it, yeah. yeah. So Nick, a few episodes ago, said he had uh, written something for the podcast, and he read us a little script that was just us in, in the room. <laughs> and he said, I'm not going to write a script every time or really often because I don't want to do it too many times. <laughs> and since then, he's written one every week, so. You know what? I'm glad though. Yeah, it's keeping me on my toes, guys. You do need a hobby, so it's good. I that do. This you is my hobby. This. <laughs> this is all he's got left. <laughs> this is it. And then it's like, here, make a sequel to Jurassic World. Well, it's done. Half done. Mm. This is it. That could be Universal half the movie. Legendary Pictures. Call me. It's, e- email me. That fourth. The f- you know, you I don't know what others had done, and you and you took the next step. You <laughs> the for yourselves, so you don't take any you, responsibility. You patented it and packaged it. We have a soundboard. Lloyd, please. And now selling it. You want to sell but it. I did have. <laughs> I did want to say, naming your production company Legendary Pictures is a bold move because I think you, you pick the name and then you make your first picture out of the gate. Yeah. Yeah. You're setting yourself up for success or massive, massive failure. Yeah, well, they're making legendary movies, maybe not in a no. critical sense. Not but every time. You, you got no. <laughs> See, we got <laughs> this is what happens when you put a soundboard okay. in the hands of a of an AD of an excited British Grandpa. gentleman. Yeah. All right, okay. Um, <laughs> What's the internet? Welcome to the fifth episode, everybody. Um, oh yeah, we're your hosts. We're your hosts, Adam Sliger, Lloyd Williams, and Nick Floyd. Here we go. Wow, what so, a weird start. Yeah, got uh, this is great. Yeah, possibly then, uh, the, the best episode start yet, maybe, yeah. or or the most that's made people be like, I'm not listening to this. Anymore. <laughs> like, what is this garbage? <laughs> Let's turn it off. Mm-hmm. It's a Jurassic World themed episode. Uh, if you couldn't tell, that's why the script. That's why we started it with the the way that we did. <laughs> hey, that's it. Everybody hit <laughs> Jurassic. Yeah, let's get Jurassic. All right. So I'm number <laughs> number one movie news right off the top. movie news. Jurassic World pulled a record breaking. Two hundred and eight point eight million opening weekend domestic, which makes it the biggest opening weekend for a movie of all time. Half a billion worldwide. Pretty good. Great. Bring me. Bring. Bring on a sequel. Back to the island. Jurassic World Two by Nick Floyd. Yeah. Give me. Or, yeah. Just do it. I'm open. Just do it. Just do it. I'm open for bookings. We're gonna have to close the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, in <laughs> contrast, some sad news. Christopher Lee has passed away since our last recording. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's a tough segue because it is. Yeah, it's sad. It's upsetting. Yeah, yeah. So he, he did like two over two hundred movies. He did. He did career. a couple of metal albums. He yeah, he did do metal album, which is great. He well, left a legacy. I think that's what the thing more. is that I mean he was ninety two was it ninety three ninety three yeah yeah and I mean that, yeah it's it's one of those things where somebody of that age of that uh, you know fame. 
that history of movies, all of that, when he dies, I mean... It's you like kind of, BB King. It is, yeah. It's super sad, but like yeah. you also go, man, he was really old. And perhaps, in fact, I'm pretty sure whenever he's come up before, I've heard some people go, oh, I didn't realise he was still alive anyway. Yeah. Like, Abe Vigoda. He's one of those... He's, he's already... Regard, even when he was alive for the last 10 years, he was still a legend, so... I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, any, I mean, favourites? Like, do you... Count Dooku. Yeah? The bent curved lightsaber thing oh yeah that was it the hilt yeah yeah you lloyd um probably dracula from back in the day oh yeah i mean he he was just so suave and like that he quintessential of the monster movie era dracula i mean he had it was the perfect look the white skin the makeup and the fangs and he had like the the hair was i mean it was just like he reinvented that i mean he brought it back to life which is, I mean, it's Dracula, yeah. so it's ironic. Star Wars Question. as well, obviously. As well. Question: Do vampires don't die, right? Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, it's what are you sunlight. About? In if they hit sunlight. Yeah, didn't okay. you see the Minions trailer? And a stake through the heart. <laughs> right, but like natural causes. No, no, no they live so, forever. No natural. If causes. you think about it, in a way, it would be kind of funny if you like casted him as Dracula, and then he lives pretty much as long as a human can live. He yeah. kind of was a real uh, life yeah. vampire. Yeah, Everyone I mean, he like, did. Yeah, that guy's still alive. Nin- yeah, in his nineties. That's you're kicking yeah. it. You're up there. Yeah, yeah. So For, that, I foreshadowing. Mean, I mean, it's sad. Obviously, it to yeah. lose a legend, but he is a legend, and he has been for a long time anyway. So I yeah, mean, you know, he's shuffled off the mortal coil. Yeah, and he's the. I mean, what else is there to say? Hero, really, legend. He did. Legend hero legacy left behind there you go. of all of his movies. Yeah, and so, that was sad. Star Wars, continuing with that. Forrest yeah. Whitaker is joining the Star Wars universe. All right. So he can have his one lazy eye in a new Star Wars movie. <laughs> it's a tough one to follow that because it's it's uh, Rogue, not Rogue Squadron, that was the video. Rogue game. One. Red, Red One, is it? Rogue One. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's the first that they're talking about shooting after The Force Awakens comes out. It's the first spin-off, the standalone. Yeah. Tough to follow because there's so much going on with Force Awakens, but cool that they're adding people to it. I mean, that'll yeah. be one that probably people will keep going, getting more interested in after. So, oh yeah, it's gonna be like a full-on war movie. They've said, but that's something I know we'll talk about. And it's more and it's Disney as well, so therefore they're they're on that sh- uh, that schedule now where they're shooting, uh, you know, already in preparation for it, or they're going production or whatever. And the, you know, like they're doing with the Marvel movies right. and such, like where they're just a never-ending rotation of making these films. Yeah, so non-stop. That's, that's begun with Star Wars now. Man, I couldn't believe the response when Disney purchased Lucasfilm on Facebook. People were acting as if like Donald Duck was gonna have a lightsaber. Like it was bad. People <laughs> like were what is this out. crap? Yeah. <laughs> Well, they do in the parks, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. They put all the Disney characters in all the Jedi stuff. But people were acting as if, like, Disney buying it, oh, now they're all going to be G-rated and Mickey Mouse is going to be the head Jedi. Maybe one day. People people jump the gun with these kind of things. <laughs> they though. did, but yeah, it's. I mean, Disney's a they brand. They have the same thing with Marvel. They'll do some animated ones at some point, I'm sure, with Mickey and all well, that the, thing. I think everybody universally loved the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. So I'd be more than happy to see it. Yeah, and with the new Battlefront game. They're out. doing it right, and they're proving that even though they're Disney and even though they're kid friendly, they're doing something that are making all the adult fans. Well, they haven't happy put a, a foot wrong yet. Yeah, so yeah. There we go. But nothing's released; it's just trailers yeah. and all yeah. that. So Goofy you know, is basically the Jar Jar Binks of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse before Jar Jar Binks even existed. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. That's just, <laughs> the more you, the that's more just, you know. That's just true. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fact. just true. They got ears. 
Okay, what we got next up? Movie news. So this is kind of off the wall, but the movie Dope that is coming out soon. Oh yeah, yeah. Which has Forrest Whitaker in it and ASAP Rocky and Pharrell. Everybody's in that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they're gonna start accepting Bitcoin. Nine hundred out of the two thousand theaters showing the movie Dope in America will have a Bitcoin option where you can pre-purchase a ticket using your Bitcoins. I don't know anything about Bitcoin, so... It came and went, but I think this is an opportunity for it to come back? Maybe? I, yeah. No one, I mean, it had I mean, a bubble. Who the hell... Who is doing that? No one is going to... Well, people bought a lot surprised. of Bitcoin. Like, the thing is, Bitcoin was a thing. Everyone bought Bitcoin, and now the people who have Bitcoin, it's worth double now or something? Yeah, but... Well, depends on when you bought it. Yeah. But the thing is, it's hard to spend it because only a certain amount of places will accept it. A lot of, like, so video you have game to, stuff. you have to cash out... Like, if I want to buy something that's worth 50 Bitcoins, which would be like a car, you would have to cash out 50 Bitcoins worth of Bitcoin and then pay in cash. But now that more places are starting to accept actual Bitcoin, it can move into the currency realm. Well, I look forward to seeing the figures of uh, what happens with that. Oh, like yeah. six six people are going to buy no, that. Yeah, no one will Bitcoin. do it, but... but okay, it Bitcoin, there we go. It is what it is. <laughs> All right. So, Lloyd cannot be bothered with I mean, this Bitcoin you know, conversation. I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's doing a wrap it up on his hands right now. I, He's like, let's I go. I completely am. <laughs> All right, done so with this garbage. Nick has a new game to debut. Oh, oh do we're we done with movie news. No, no, wait, no, we're doing corrections? Oh, yeah, I, we have one correction from... What is it? Last week, uh, regarding James Cameron. Oh yeah, um, good old so Jim fr- Cameron. Our Jim Cam. Marcus from uh, back in the UK uh, mentioned that because we were talking about the new Terminator Genesis and, uh, and whether he's involved. Whether and he's all involved that. because he made the video saying this movie's awesome and I've got nothing to do with it, so go see it. Um, but supposedly he sold all of his rights to the Terminator characters so he could finance Titanic, and obviously that didn't work out very well for him, did it? No. Poor guy. <laughs> what a poor soul. So there you go. Highest so uh, I think we said we're all still going to go see that, right? Terminator? Genesis, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm there. Great. I, I mean, we don't have a choice. Cool. I mean, we do, we don't. We're on a movie podcast. Yeah, we kind of have I'm to I'm still see down it. for it, so that's cool. Nice. Um, so getting back to uh, today's uh, theme, um, do you want to... Jurassic World is, Jurassic is World. This, this huge, huge global phenomenon that's taken over and obviously made a shit ton of money and uh, oh yeah, yeah so uh how are we how are we uh well i think nick has a Jurassic world that? game yeah so everything everything today if you can't tell should we have some sorry, Jurassic park themed music behind the back of the game um what do you think i don't know uh tough it is a tough call there we go okay so let's talk about the game <laughs> just wants to hear so this is something lloyd lloyd saw jurassic park 12 times in theaters when he was 10 years old no, is that no correct Lord. yeah yeah so this is something that means a lot to lloyd and so this episode is one that he's been waiting for for a long time and just doing themed episodes alone is fun for everybody um so with our opening obviously jurassic world is kind of our topic and with our games jurassic world's also our topic absolutely um so movie news is a wrap and our nice little intro is a wrap so we're gonna dive head first into a new game perfect called dinosaur or not or nah what? or nah or what? Nah. how are we how are we doing this okay let's, let's go i'm down so same <clears throat> same idea as last time where one of you will leave the yeah. room while one plays the game then you come back and the other one can stay while the other plays the game oh same thing okay cool yep uh david our lovely producer will put 60 seconds on the clock and we will barrel through these uh-huh. and i will list off 20 films and you say yes or no if a dinosaur is featured in the film. Okay. Does that sound good? Does everyone yeah. got that 
So yeah, we- I'm just putting a more appropriate track from the soundtrack on. Perfect. Nice. All right. Does so, that sound good? So who wants to go first? You don't want to rock, paper, scissor? You want to... Well, rock, paper, scissors. Gentlemen. Okay. okay. On Duel? it. Shoot. Okay. Rock, paper, okay. scissors, shoot. Yeah. Right. Rock, One, paper, two, scissors, three. shoot. Oh, I cut Ooh. you. All right. Okay. So who's going first? Yeah. I think that means I go first. All right. Or Great. I get to choose. I mean, you so get to pick. First. Do you want to go first? Great. Yeah, yeah. All right. Have fun. Do you have the earmuffs? I do. Great. We're going to wait for that door to close. Okay. Bye, Adam. We'll see you soon. All right. Okay. David. Yes. Are you there? I am. Great. Do you have the stopwatch ready? I do. Great. All right. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock. Lloyd, yeah. it's a yes or a no. <laughs> <God>. Okay. Because <laughs> last week's game went so well yes for me. Yes or okay. no. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. Yeah. All right. First. <laughs> what was that? That was a bell. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry about it. All right. Let's do this. All right. 60 seconds on the clock. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. No. Gorgo. Yes. George of the Jungle. No. Barney's Great Adventure. Yes. Wayne's World 2. Yes. The Eden Formula. Uh, yes. Frankenstein Conquers the World. Uh, yes. The Ghost of Sum- Slumber Mountain. No. Super Mario Brothers the Movie. Yes. The Land Before Time 13, The Wisdom of Friends. That's not real, is it? Uh, well, yeah, if it's real, it's got dinosaurs in it. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. There's no, technically no dinosaurs in that. Is it a yes or no? No. Romancing the Stone. No. The Seventh Son. No. Primal Force. Yeah. Tyrannosaur. <laughs> yeah. King Kong, 1976. Y- yes. A Sound of Thunder. Pass? Yes. The Tree of Life. Uh, yes. Men no. in Black. No? Time. <laughs> wow. What a disaster. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. Okay. Do we have the, the uh, have, have you written down all the answers that he has? Yes. Okay, great. Uh, we're going to, we're going to hold that. Adam? 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 <laughs> Can you? Should yeah. I? What? Can, grab him. Oh, you get. want me to go get him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do, oh, I, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Right. Got it. All right, so we're going to wait. So that was round one with Lloyd. Um, real easy, 60 we seconds. Have- we're on the clock. It's a yes or no. It's real simple. Um, obviously not simple enough because he couldn't make it all the way to 20. But with that being said. I'm okay. going to win. This he- was really hard. I'm going to okay. win. Here's the game. Real quick. 60 seconds are on the clock. You say yes or no if a dinosaur is featured in the film. Right. You got it. Got it. 60 seconds. On the clock. Okay. David, can we get that queued up? Yes, sir. Okay. 60 seconds on the clock. Here we go. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. No. Gorgo. No. George of the Jungle. No. Barney's Great Adventure. No. Yes. Yes. Wayne's World 2. (laughs) Yes. The Eden Formula. No. Frankenstein Conquers the World. Yes. The Ghost of Slumber Mountain. No. Super Mario Brothers the Movie. Yes. The Land Before Time 13, The Wisdom of Friends. Yes. Star Wars 6, Return of the Jedi. No. Romancing the Stone. No. The Seventh Son. No. Primal Force. No. Tyrannosaur. Yes. King Kong 1976. Yes. A Sound of Thunder. No. The Tree of Life. No. Men in Black 3. No. Baby. No. Time. All right. Adam only took 35 seconds. Jeez. Great. Wow. Lloyd has proved himself to be the slowest grandpa of all yeah, that for is games. True. What a champion. Okay. So here we go. Now we're going to read the answers. All right. Okay. And okay. All right. I will uh, reach out to you, David, and we'll see who got what right. All right. Are you ready? Okay. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yes, they were in there. Who was right? Neither of you guys. Great. Okay. Neither. Said no. 
Okay. Both said no. Yeah, Claude Bell's dinosaurs are featured in the film and can be visited today in Cabazon, California. Fun fact. Cool. Yeah, right. great. Okay, Gorgo. <laughs> Gorgo, yes. Can I make a request? Can we kill this music? <laughs> it's making everything seem so rushed. Dramatic. It's like we have to beat the music. Okay. All right, okay, All right, fine. number two, Gorgo. Yes, it's about, it's about a dinosaur. <laughs> Who got that right? Lloyd Williams. Great. Hooray, is that one for me? That's Don't one for you. Am I the lead? You are in the lead by one, a I'm whopping one you. of 20. Okay, here we go. All right, George of the Jungle, no. The only dinosaur in that movie was Brendan Fraser. <laughs> I said no. Got him. Both got that one correct. <laughs> All right, both got him correct. Great. Okay. All right, number four is Barney's Great Adventure. Yeah, Barney's a dinosaur. Come on. We both, both got, got that. that correct. Great. Cool. All right, Wayne's World 2, yes. There is a dinosaur in a scene parodying Jurassic Park where Wayne and Garth encounter a T-Rex peering into the car window yeah. as they are like, location scouting. Absolutely. Both Great that. parody. Correct. Both? Great. Parody, Great. That one. The Eden Formula. Yes. There are dinosaurs in it. Who got it correct? Lloyd Williams. Great. Oh, yeah. The film holds a 6% of Rotten Tomatoes and it is said to be the worst dinosaur 6%? film of all time. Yep. Wow. Wow. Yep. All right. Frankenstein Conquers the World. Yes. Both got that one correct. Okay. You both said yes. There was a dinosaur in it. Great. I'm, I'm two ahead just so you know right now, Adam. Great. The Ghost of Slumber Mountain. Yes, there are dinosaurs in that film. Who got it right? Neither. Okay. Great. Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Yes, Yoshi was a baby dinosaur in that yeah. movie. Both got that one correct. Great. Wow. Okay. Jesus, heat up. I'm not a complete dummy. The Land Before Time 13, the wisdom of friends. Yes, there are dinosaurs in the movie is a trick question. Okay. Both got that one correct. Great. Star Wars 6, Return of the Jedi. No, no dinosaurs, just the Sarlacc pit. Both got that correct as well. Great. Okay. Romancing the Stone. Nope, no dinosaurs. Both got that one correct as well. The wow. Seventh Son, no dinosaurs. Both got that one correct. Oh, God. Question, you said Lloyd didn't get to all 20. No. Oh. So you were having an advantage right now. only by one. Oh. So, by, uh, yeah, by, yeah, by yeah. two. By two. I'm ahead two. by two still. Okay. Correct. Let's see all right, here great. we go. Primal Force, no. There are no dinosaurs. It is a film starring Ron Perlman as he battles mutant baboons. <laughs> and obesity. Good research. Yes. I got that right. <laughs> Wait, he's who, fat, Who right? got it right? Adam did. Adam Sliger. Oh, nice. He's great. You he's said Ron Perlman. Perlman. He's Ron Perlman. fat, right? No, no he's, not he's fat. Not. He's Hellboy. Who's the fat guy? I don't know. Lou Perlman. Lou Perlman. Okay. He's battling obesity. All right. <laughs> uh, Tyrannosaur. There are no dinosaurs in the movie despite its name. Who got it right? Neither. Oh, because that's the one, the English one. Yep, the English with movie. The, with, the, with the dogs in it. Yep. Oh. Yep. Oh. All right. right. Yeah, well done. King Kong 1976. No, there are no dinosaurs. It is the only <sighs> King Kong film without dinosaurs in it. Who got it right? Neither you guys. I should have guessed that by the fact you named the year and stuff. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. A Sound of Thunder. Yes. Lloyd Williams got that one correct. <gasps> yes. Whoa, my God. That's the nail in the coffin. Maybe. Right there. The Maybe. movie. The movie made only eleven million dollars on a budget of eighty. It was a huge tank. All right. Tree of Life. Yes, there are dinosaurs in it. Lloyd Williams got that one correct. Yeah. Boom. Men in Black Three. Yes, there are dinosaurs in the movie. Neither got that correct. Okay. Lloyd okay. Didn't get to it. And Baby. Yes. It is called Secret of the Lost Legend, and it is about a little baby Brachiosaurus. Well, you should have said that. Hey! Hey! I so won. who won? Who so won this Lloyd game? I won with 13. Yes! Adam only got 10 correct. Yes! Oh, wow. He only off by three. That's it. Can, yep. I, can I tell what my strategy was? Yeah. If I had heard of the movie or knew about it... <laughs> And like thought there were dinosaurs in it. I said yes. If you but never heard of everything, it. I never heard of. I said no. Okay, because you've it's fifty that fifty. Was a, that was a good game, Nick. Wow. Well done. That was you a like good that? game. Well I done, did. me for winning cool. a game. We yeah. do. We do have a yeah. second game coming up later in the show. You do have a chance to redeem yourself okay. or embarrass myself further. So the music's off right. for now. Adam. The music is off for now. God. I'm fine with that. Was that oh. Star Wars? No. A second ago. 
It was all of the original Jurassic Park soundtrack. I, I was too busy trying to win. Same composer, <laughs> so that's, you know, kind of you get a point. Violins are mm. a common theme. All right. All right. So, so that now, was the wrap-up of uh, game number one. Let's nice. uh, let's talk about this film, then, that's got yeah. the entire world going... Bananas. ...pretty crazy right now. Um, <laughs> there are so many mixed reviews everywhere that I'm getting very... Confused. Bewildered by all of it, really. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, we went to see it. Uh, we saw it uh, in IMAX 3D. Yes, um, opening night, yeah. And then Dave and Adam joined me the following day, I think. Mm -hmm. For your second time seeing it. With some friends, and we checked it out, and yeah, that was the second time. And yeah, lots of different things coming from lots of different places. I, yeah. I mean... What, what are we, where are we going to start with this? Well, I had a, yeah. an idea. Yeah. So before we give our reviews, mm -hmm. I was going to say a couple things about the movie that people may not know. Okay. So Please. first off, yeah. Enlighten us. Jurassic World, when they first started planning it, was going to feature human-dinosaur hybrids. <laughs> Using mm -hmm. guns. Which I'm glad it didn't. Sounds terrible. <laughs> mm -hmm. If yeah. you want to see some pictures of the prototypes, Just Google it. it's bad. It's, it's so horrible, bad. yeah. It's so stupid. It looks really dumb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, and well. it was originally going to be called Jurassic Park Extinction. Mm. So oh, those yeah. are two little fun facts I thought people might like. Those are, yeah. I mean, I've been following the production or the creation or the possibility of this film for many, many years since Jurassic Park 3 came out. The conception. Yes, and it's been in and out of green light, red light, green light, red light, supposed release dates, name changes, script changes, and when it all actually started to happen i think most of the people in the in the fan community didn't still didn't really believe that it happened and then and, and then one day um at the beginning of last year i think it was that it was like production has begun and well actually production happened the, the year before that but as in they actually right. were principal photography it was officially kind of official it's officially happening and um yeah it's been a bit of a bit of a ride to kind of get to it coming out well they had to secure a lot of product placement <laughs> well, for it to be accurate, an embarrassing amount. For it to be accurate, mm -hmm. it had to have the product placement. Yeah, I think you got to get Coca Cola. Yeah, in there, Margaritaville, Margaritaville, crucial. Oakley. Well, I mean, this Oakley. this is, I mean, Mercedes, Mercedes, hands is down. Is that a comment as part of the re review? Is that a negative? No, thing that it you're was saying? more of a joke. Yeah, yeah okay. I, need I mean, so let's just start us off. Let's just do our rating. So yeah. we'll start with you and, and oh, give you out of out of five, and then we'll just kind of chat about it for a couple minutes, and then yeah. we'll keep things rolling. Okay. All right. Well, I would go ahead and give it a solid three stars. Three out of five. Three out of five. Great. Uh, I give it a four out of five. Yeah, and I'm right there, four out of five as well. Cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. That's nice. Well, who wants to go first <laughs> on their review? I mean, we can just kind of open it up. Yeah. For discussion, if you want, and just kind of openly talk about it. Let's I think do it. The thing uh, that I want to say first and foremost about it is that, as you said, you know, I have a very strong connection with this and I have with all of the sequels that have come out since the original movie and um, I think that it's it's kind of been a bit weird to hear some hear that some people haven't like haven't enjoyed it or have been reviewing it in a way that doesn't really make sense as the as the type of movie that should have been like take that it should have you don't sit you think down. people are taking it too seriously. Yes, they yeah, are. They're reviewing it the wrong way and like maybe sitting down and watching it expecting something that you really aren't ever going to get with this type of movie. 
Yeah, well, what I mean, what you had said, which is great, is that, and we were talking to our friends, um, we were talking to our friend Eric about the the film, and and even our producer David is that it's if you have not seen the original in a long time, this movie is a direct sequel. It is more of a sequel than The Lost World, and more of a sequel than Jurassic Park Three. Mm-hmm. It is side by side. If you let kind of took those two out of the mix and put these two side by side, they would be directly reflected on on, an, on an, one another in a story in the universe sense. If you haven't seen the first one in a long time, you're going to miss things in this one. Um, the story and knowing the universe as well as, you know, super fans of the movie, like myself and like you, Lloyd, is that when, when we went in, we knew everything about that world. And so mm-hmm. when everything ha- started happening, you know it all. Like it's just a news clipping, basically. Right. If you hadn't seen the original in forever, you're not going to walk away feeling m- maybe as um, enlightened. Yeah. Like you're not going to feel as um, fulfilled as right. a viewer of the movie than someone who's a fan and who just watched the first movie yesterday mm. or who knows the first movie word for word. Right. Um, I think that that's part of the reason that I read in an article about how it, why it had done so well in the box office is that there's a nostalgia factor. And, and there, there, is, there are yeah. people who are my age who were, who were kids when the first one came out and every, they're all going back. And it's actually most of those age people who have gone to see it, who have been saying how much they enjoyed it how much they entertain they were entertained by it it was yeah it was very entertaining and that's a thing and i think that a lot of people that i've spoken to <clears throat> are going in and they're and they're like oh the character there were a lot of the thing is there are a lot of characters in that movie there were a lot of characters were they all developed no characters were not developed as well as they should be but the fact that the director handled every single character in a way that they were all interesting when they were on screen no one got lost in the mix they were all people that when you saw them again, you're like, okay, cool. I've already known. I've known that they've been there this whole movie, and now they're back again, and we're spending a little bit more time with them. Right. That was great, but I think that this kind of goes back to what we were saying about Entourage, where Jurassic World is about Jurassic World. the The park is a character. Mm-hmm. The situation is a character. The dinosaurs are a character. Mm-hmm. And so that was why I walked away being so in love with it that I did because I cared about the boys, but when the boys see Jurassic World for the first time, I cared more about seeing the park. Right. Hearing the music, seeing the park for the first time. As did probably most. Yeah. Most I mean, everyone. Going in to see that. But I think that hurt some of the story because they really jumped, okay, these are people and they're going to the park and you're at the park. Yeah. And so later fast. on when the divorce comes up, you're like, what divorce? You know what I mean? And when you they reference things about their home life, you're like, I don't give a crap about these kids. I don't know anything about their life. You're supposed to feel bad for them, but you don't because who are they're just two random boys whose aunt works at the park. Like whatever. Yeah. I think they could have either done ten more minutes at home. And, same thing. I feel or the same way. taken out all the stuff in the middle that referenced their home life. One or the other. Because well, the home it, life. Was what's interesting whatever. about that is watching it the second time. I was. I agree with you. But it didn't bother me, obviously, because right. of my review. But I agree with the fact that n- that wasn't either gone into as much, or it just wasn't needed. It was. Exactly. It was like they should have gone either way. But watching, well, I feel it like s- it probably got lost on the editing floor too. Yeah, watching it the second it sure time did. though, do you, there's a scene in it where um, uh, the mother of the kids calls um, Claire, Claire, yeah, while she's in the car, and she says, "Where are the kids?" And she starts crying on the phone, right? And uh, she's in 
the lawyer's office. Lawyer's office. I picked up on that. that That was other people didn't. When you do, you have to see it. Seeing it a second time, like there's a great line. It's a great line and a great little scene. But when I saw it the first time, I did not pick up on it. But it's right at the beginning when they're when they're dropping him the boys off at the airport. Last breakfast together. The dad looks at the mom and he's like, "So much for one last family breakfast." When I saw it the first time, it went in one ear and out the other. Seeing it again, I was like, "Shit." You know, yeah. like that just got real. Yeah, but you seeing it the second time, you know they're getting divorced. So then it yeah. is a line. So I think You'd something have to have did get Spidey lost. To, yeah, something got right. lost on the cutting room floor somewhere. And I think Colin maybe gave that up because the studio wanted less of that and more of getting to the the Raptors. Well, the and thing is, the when I when it got when they're in the park at four minutes into the movie, I was hype. I was like, yes they're at the park already they didn't waste time making some dumb story but then later on i was like oh well i wish they had because now i don't it all happened really fast and it it was a necessary part of this they regardless of how much you were kind of into it or not they had to do it because they had to try and make those kids more uh it had to make their bond more unbreakable by the end of the movie Right. That was the whole point. It was all of about being them. There. Yeah, the older brother is kind of a dick to the the little one to begin with. You know, he's looking at girls every two seconds, ignoring the brother, and then it's only when kind of the shit hits the fan that he kind of realizes that he has to be a, a better brother. Right. By that point, and and you get that point. You know, it comes across. I mean, regardless of that, anyway. Did you like the kids? Like the casting? Mm, did they bug you? No. I, I yeah, I, I like the kids. I'm well, sick. Or of were the they tr- just kind of just like whatever? Well, I'm sick of that trope where. A six or eight year old is like the genius kid that knows everything, and explains the whole movie to the audience. I'm over that. Kids act like kids in real life, and I'm sick of movie. I'm sick of like 30 year old guys writing lines for kids where they're like, oh, this kid will know how to fix a car, and he'll know every dinosaur like he's an encyclopedia, and he'll tell you fun facts about everything. But as a like, kid, let him be a kid. Well, when I was a kid and I was like his age, I was obsessed with space. So I could name every planet. Like, that was my thing. Like, I. That was like my hobby as a kid. I'm like, I'm gonna look up, you know, I'm gonna read a book and see Wait, all did these. You just say you can name every planet. Not anymore. Good, good for you. <laughs> Literally, as a kid, you that memori- was a lot. You <laughs> memorize a list that is eight <laughs> items long, sometimes nine. Hey, congratulations. Those were big words when I was a kid. I could count to nine. Mercury, <laughs> Venus, Pluto. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they focused on one area of a certain type of child who would be going to Jurassic World who loves dinosaurs. The la- yeah. You've yeah. got it. You kind of got to give I'm them that. Over that. You might be in a- movies in general. That's so fine. when you see it, it's like, oh. Come but on. we needed that kid because the great thing about that movie is, and what we can talk about more in a second is, I love how self-aware the movie is in the universe that it takes place in, and no one cared anymore. Like everyone who's at Jurassic World was on their cell phone, like we are when we want a roller coaster that's faster and bigger and does a hundred loops like that's what we want Mm -hmm. but this kid is the one who goes and all of it is so new and so exciting to him right and i think that we needed that and yes it's a trope that's kind of like okay Mm -hmm. yeah we get it but it worked for this because no one cared right you know about the park and don't forget that there's a lot of kids going to see this movie as well just like i was and they're young and they need yeah it's new to them it's it's a good little role model for a kid as well i thought the the guy uh, the kid uh ty simpkins is his name in real life i thought he was like great he was he was he was he was was pretty charming he was pretty funny and like didn't bug me could have used a haircut could have used a haircut well who was it that's telling me maybe it was i don't know it was uh, one, one of our friends, Cody, is kind of sitting in on this podcast uh, tonight. Who said, uh, for the record, that, I don't know if I'm quoting correctly, Jurassic World is definitely not dope. 
Is he, that what he, he might said? have said? He that. did say that. Yes. Well, Cody, I mean, I don't know. Cody can give me a thumbs up or thumbs down, but I think it was Cody who said that it made him want to call his brother, or like, like chill, you know, like chill with his brother. Like there really? was, a, yeah. I, Cody, did was you say it you? That, Cody? No, he did not. No. <laughs> Who was it then? <laughs> it wasn't me. That's, it wasn't. That yeah. seems far too emotional for something Maybe, that Cody would say. Was it you that said that to yourself? It, no, I don't have a brother. It, it, someone, you need to Eric, talk to your parents. Eric, was it you? No, it was. No. It was Danny. It was Danny. Oh, yeah, it was one of our friends, Danny. He he texted me and was like, "I immediately wanted to like be better to my brother after I saw that movie." Well, that's there, nice. That's yeah, nice. like the the bond between the two people. Sorry, Cody. Sorry, Eric. I didn't mean to. Oh. Put you on the spot. I didn't mean yeah. to put you on the spot there, but ever hi. Thanks for hanging out. Um Yeah, I mean the yeah. the brothers were fine. Yeah. Chris Pratt, let's talk about let's talk about the real reason. Underutilized. Hang on. Yeah. Uh wow, yeah, that's true. But like it was fine. No. No, not no. Look, if you're it, not a nerd, then no. Underutilized. Here's what happened, right? And I say nerd loving. Here's this is what I believe happened <laughs> Easy. with Chris Pratt in this movie, okay? He was cast before Guardians of the Galaxy came out, yeah. and uh, I don't think they were they were predicting that he was going to be able to handle the you know the opening rebirth of the franchise. Right. Uh, I, they shot the movie as they were shooting it. Guardians came out. It went crazy, and they said, "Wow, this guy's a superstar," which is really good for our movie. But by this by this point, I think the movie was written, and right. I think that his character was potentially held back from saying more things and doing more things they didn't want him in the hero spot if they didn't know he could i mean to me he, he wasn't the hero there wasn't a, the dinosaurs were the heroes in the, the whole thing essentially yeah no one no one directly and that's what i was telling lloyd that i loved about it is that at the end of the film no no one actually was the hero the kids weren't chris pratt wasn't no the dinosaurs were the ones who came in and kind of did the, what the, the people the work. Everyone yeah. had ideas along the way, and obviously Chris Pratt is responsible for kind of um, championing the Raptors, kind of thing. Yeah, being the the head, the whisperer to them, and and all, all of that is. That's what I mean, been. sequel. You know, the one thing that I think a lot of the fans in in the world were kind of worried about when it came out was that there was whisperings and whatnot of like in the movie it was going to be completely. Uh, what's the word for when you? take something wild and taming it tame it yeah like oh, fully yeah. tamed oh like he, he would point and be like go get it yeah and the raptors yeah exactly. that well, they, they never handled were, that well, well this, I, that's yeah. the thing i think a volatile. lot of people were really worried yeah. that it was going to be very different and and all along the way the making of little things that leaked out and colin trevorrow director was constantly just saying look just wait just chill and then the first trailer came out and it's chris pratt on his motorcycle with the raptors next to him and most people went jesus that looks cool Right. And then a lot of people went, uh, what does that mean that the Raptors are like, are well, like yeah. that you yeah. it's a trailer yeah. though. Yeah. Like give it a, you know, but exactly. That was, but the but point when is, I saw that I was like, great. This movie's going to be mad, cheesy, right. And dumb. But part of me. Yeah. Did you not think that everything to do with the Raptors was handled really well? They did it, it well. Well, they handled it in the sense where like, I thought back and as you know, as ridiculous as it sounds like way back when, I mean, there were tribes of people who tried to tame lions and have them fight for them and try to t- tame wolves and have them fight for them. And mm-hmm. essentially now we're in this position, especially with the Hoskins character where he's like, well, we're going to do that now. Mm-hmm. It's our, now is our time. Like 
forget training wolves, forget training t- you know lions and tigers to try to fight for us. We have raptors, mm-hmm. right? And we're going to try to do it. And they're going to be animals, and we understand that. But you know, there's there's just kind of that aspect of things where there was a time where that was the logical way of thinking. And now they're actually talking. Obviously, sequels have been planned. Chris Pratt signed on for two more. Yeah, he said um, 38 in an interview or something. Yeah, yeah he was but being... But they're already, literally, especially because it's done so well over the last couple of days, they're now saying they're kind of starting the rumor mill with what's going to come up in the second one. And yeah. it's not even a spoiler to say that they're, they're thinking about um, how, um, you know, dinosaurs could be weaponized. Right. And they got to be real careful with that. But I, I think th- with Wu and the way that yeah, it was, it's not it, going to be a war type thing. But it's an interesting idea that there's. I think they they're saying that rival companies' storyline might get involved, and it's like, oh, John Hammond and Wu aren't the only people who can make dinosaurs. So now it's about the fact that lots of other people might have the ability to make dinosaurs. So they're kind of going to be all over the shop. Right. But anyway, that's interesting to yeah. come at some point. But so what else? Well, did everyone catch the what's it called the the big big one? The, the Indominus Rex. Rex. Right. Everyone, yeah. Like, am I right or wrong? Spoiler alert, too, if you didn't see it. Well, one, why are you listening to this? Go see it. But <laughs> yeah, go see it now. If you yeah. haven't already. The I mean, military guy it hired them to make the Indominus Rex as a super weapon. No. Yes. No. No. Yes. No. Look it up. No. Google it. No, it's a corporation. That's, that's about to be the big theory. Everyone's going to be like, I don't they think they did so. that to develop a weapon. Yes, he, I no, thought the it Indominus was Rex pretty was well described that it was ticket Verizon, sales. Yeah, it was Verizon Wireless it was about presents to the making people Rex. the the Raptor taming the training of them. That was the part that was set up by InGen. Right. So that's the Vincent D'Onofrio yeah. character, uh, Vic Hoskins or whatever, who was a really interesting character as well. Definitely worth talking about for a minute because in the trailers. The bits in the, some of the trailers that happened late, later on, just as the movie was coming out, every clip that he was in, he was definitely coming across as, as, a, as, a, as the bad guy. And the way in which he was speaking, it was like, you've got to get all these people off the island. You don't have enough guns. It's, it's right. danger, danger, danger. And then the interesting thing I thought about him was that he actually, he's a bit of a buffoon. Yeah, he's actually not a hard-ass bad guy at all. He's well, just he's the military he's a bit of an brand. idiot. Yeah, he's the guy who's like, I'm going to do this because this seems like I have clearance. Or he's like yeah. buddy punching Chris Pratt. Well, he's like, come on, come on, let me take the Raptors here, out. Right. Like a know. friendly dick. Yeah. Here's one thing I saw about the theory: the Indominus was made for the military. Let me read it, Lloyd. I know you hate fan theories, but no, I like I like some of them. Well, but some some it's just kind of yeah. So Doctor Wu was in league with Hoskins. The whole time, and specifically made the Indominus for military purposes. Right. Giving it heat cloaking, camouflage, intelligence, and more, using genes from other animals, creating an ultimate war machine. Yeah. When Masrani asked for a new dinosaur, describing it simply as cooler, Wu practically had a blank sheet for making any kind of monster. Yeah. The contract with Hoskins still was top secret, though, which is why he couldn't give away the exact composition of the Indominus, even when Masrani literally asked for it. He mm-hmm. did have some backup explanations for when he did need to explain certain things, example, being resistant to heat. But the main reasons for its powers were still war. I imagine Hoskins was quite pleased with the outcome, which is why he asked for smaller versions, perfect for warfare. That's true. Aside that from that, sense. Hoskins also invested in the program of raptor training so they could learn how to train and use intelligent dinos with the Neo Indominus for attacking. Yeah. And when things, when things get down and the park has to be evacuated... Most important things being the dino embryos, the research, and responsible scientists are rescued so that research can be completed somewhere else. 
Yeah. And then... I mean, that, the top that comment sense, is yeah. exactly what I was thinking. The whole scene with Lou getting on the chopper and saying, we had a deal, would seem out of place otherwise. The, well, so, yeah, the like a swap and then, and then second comment, it, it is, this isn't a fan theory. This is exactly what happened. And it, then third comment, I agree. I okay, believe. Regardless, say it like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. So I believe that. It, is, it does make sense. Because when I he saw says, it, I thought that too. And then now that I say that and you guys disagree, I feel... No, I agree. Now that you break it down like that, I was just, I think I'm more caught up. I think you guys were too busy watching the dinosaurs (laughs) in the world. I was too busy, yeah, watching. They made that for the military. The difference is, the The difference is, no, the difference is with what what happens is that he is, if it was truly 100% that, he would have known not to send the raptors after them because, again, spoiler alert, blah, blah, blah. The raptors go up to it. He's, the whole purpose is that Hoskins wants the raptors to be, tested to go and kill something mm-hmm. they go to the indominus and the indominus has a little chat and he's like ah, 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 and then all of a sudden well, no, but wu, at the same time wu was the one that was doing it for the military not the park yeah the scientists well at the same yeah. time i think that hoskins still it would have been like okay either we lose this massive killing machine or we lose four raptors that yeah. can be easy it's like kid stuff at this point for the park so i think it was the worst case scenario that Hoskins saw was if if that theory is correct, we will lose a few raptors and we won't lose the Indominus. And I think that's kind of what it comes well, down to. It's a good to, theory, and I think it, 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 do, it does set up more and more for, for sequels. For sequels. Yeah. It was a great... I loved that it, it left things... like You didn't walk out and leave, and you're like, okay, the movie kind of wrapped itself up. Wait a minute. Wu got in the helicopter. We never saw him again. That's a sequel. I, I would love to see more movies like that that just left something open-ended. And right. wasn't blatantly like, guess what? There's going to be a sequel. Like that wasn't pi- the last shot. Pirate Johnny Depp comes back from the dead and yeah. rides off in the sunset, and it's, it's like, like oh. winks at the camera. And you're like, yep, there's there's that. That's a sequel. Yeah. So what 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 is that? Have you got any issues? Truly? Well, I mean, one what, thing with the movie. Yeah. One thing I do want to address or just with my life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please tell us about all your issues. Okay. That's that's a different podcast. My uh, life left me. Oh no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I mean, one of the things that I, I do want to address is a lot of, um, there were some friends of mine who have been knocking the directing on top of the writing and saying that it was stale, it was flat. I think a lot of people, especially film fans, are kind of getting lost in the, in the sense that directing is about telling a story. It's not about cinematography. There is a cinematographer whose job is to direct the photography right. to make sure that a film looks nice, the camera movements are fluent, the camera movements look nice, the camera movements help tell a story. So when people call it flat, that kind of bothered me because I think uh, Colin Trevorrow was was more occupied in telling the story the way he wanted to and focusing on all the characters without any of them getting lost in the mix, which I don't think any of them did. And I think that a lot of people who are knocking Colin Trevorrow, I mean, when you go from an independent film like Safety Not Guaranteed and then get a huge, massive blockbuster hit, you're not going to make all of your camera, you know, you're not going to partner with a cinematographer and be like, all right, I want this, the camera to sweep down here and do this. He was trying to make the best movie he could Right. With the big budget he had and not be an idiot about it because yeah. there are a lot of, you know, 47 Ronin, which we've talked about. That f- director was trying to do something crazy. He was trying to pull a Birdman where he, you know, wanted to tell a story, but he wanted to do it. He got too th- deep. Through, yeah, through kind of a visual effect, well, which with the camera. So well, I, I think know. we're in 2015. At this point, it's safe to say any movie that you could see is worth going for for the looks. Like, they're not going to make a Jurassic World where the dinosaurs look super fake and CGI. They're not going to have crappy, 
you know, effect. It just doesn't happen anymore. No. Like it used to be like, oh, is the CGI good in whatever movie came out in 2001? You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, is Day After Tomorrow have good CGI? That's a factor. Now San Andreas is going to look realistic. Jurassic World's going to look realistic. Like we're past that. We it's, are. It's still worth saying at this point that, especially on second viewing for me, watch it, looking at some of the CGI, it's mind blowingly good. Right. It is. It, it will yeah, be in really every movie. Insane. But yeah. That's the baseline. Okay. We're bored of dinosaurs now. <clears throat> well, that may be, but like, seeing as we're talking about dinosaurs. Right. So they did a good job, but I think it goes without saying at this point. Right. But even having said that, there are a lot of people moaning about the CGI. Yeah, Who, there are people really? moaning about... Yeah. But that's the thing. That's the, the And that brings it all around to what I was saying about the movie being self-aware. Is like, that's the thing. Is that I love that people are complaining because the CGI isn't good enough. This isn't good enough. That isn't good enough. The whole premise of the film is is surrounding all of what we want. Like, yeah. So People the Indominus happy Rex... happy with dinosaurs. Yeah, but we're not happy because of CGI in a fictional movie. Like, we're not yeah. happy. It was such a... It was so aware of everything. Like, the whole idea of Hoskins saying, listen, Owen Grady, this is going to happen whether you like it or not. Jurassic World was going to happen whether any of us liked it or not. Yeah. Well, I thought it That's was funny the how they yeah. were knocking, like, oh, Verizon brings you the dinosaur. That was but great. literally around the whole movie is... Is so much product placement. Yeah, that made me laugh. I don't know. But if that, that was, was intentional. I think, but I think it was part it's of it. Definitely intentional. It's definitely fun. It's yeah. kind of the best and most re- as as we were saying when we came out. It's crazy how realistic the park is. If you right. if anyone has been to somewhere like Universal Studios in in the last couple, everything it's it's carbon copy. The Samsung Innovation Center. Of course, it's that. You go to right. Epcot. It's the bloody Siemens and the Chevrolet. Just so everyone knows, Siemens track. is a communications company. Everybody knows that. Okay. Okay. I don't know how regional they are. That's completely regional. <laughs> okay. And and the Margaritaville, there's one at Universal. There's right. one at Jurassic World. Hilton Hotels. Of, I mean, who the hell? Who else is it going to be? Well, right. we talk we about saw, product placement. Of course. Well, it almost is a theme park is more realistic with all the product placement. It is you exactly. expect there to be a Ben and Jerry's, which is why the character, like you just said, like the park was a character. It was a huge character. It was yeah. Wow, this could be. Round the corner, right? And it did. We 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 went to yeah. Universal. We saw Jurassic World on a Thursday, or on a f- Thursday, and we went to Universal on a Friday. Yeah, and it was so surreal being there. It's like there is a you know the, the Raptor encounter which we talked about at Universal, and I have video on my phone. And I looked at Lloyd and, and David who was with us, and I was like, "This is crazy." It's like we're one step away. You know, people yeah. have their phones out looking at an animatronic puppet right. dinosaur well, and we're they, like oh my god well they have the discovery center at the real yeah and people yeah. feel like it's you know yeah it's I a mean, thing it, you put holograms in it and now you're looking at the real thing it's, yeah it's just super smart like really intelligent the way that they designed that whole thing set up and, and thought about it the way they did all the marketing online on the website and the park cameras and the book a room at the hotel and the hotel's got the swimming pool and some of those sweeping landscape shots Obviously, the entire island and all the design of it, aside from the street, is all CGI. Right. Yeah. But it looks... I was... The final shot in the movie, not really spoiling anything, is obviously kind of looking out across... The world. And you see those hotels. You see swimming pools in the distance. Right. You see yeah. It is it is identical to real life, except we just it haven't is. cloned dinosaurs yet. It's... it's. I mean, well, I was blown away. Speaking of real life, we did get uh, numbers from our producer, David, that if this was a real park it would cost 23 billion dollars to be a real park 
and 11 billion to maintain and that's all minus all the extra numbers that he listed because i did not write them down we rounded we well, rounded i don't know where those place. numbers you get those yeah. how I do mean, you afford a raptor 23 billion dollars apparently that's can crazy. afford multiple so there's so there's that and then to kind of like bring things together and and wrap up this interview because i know we can talk or review we can talk about this forever you know roller coasters shut down all the time and that is something that happens. Do you think, and would you personally, with the kind of the way things went in Jurassic World, would you go back to the park if they reopened it? Mm, no. Uh, what What you mean if the like pu- if the in movie the happened, eye? If the movie the, happened, yeah. If the movie and then they reopen a couple months later and they're yeah. like, we fix it all. Would you go back? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> but you would. Yeah, because if you think about people, do get killed at zoos. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Animals Roller coasters escape. shut down. Yeah, animals. just the other day, yeah. somebody was killed in Germany. A, a, an elephant broke out and was in the streets and just trampled yeah. someone to death. That's yep. crazy. It's like if you look at Dr- the body count in Jurassic World was much higher than any of the other Jurassic Park movies, but that was because most of the people who got killed were the people who were chase who were trying to chase down the dinosaur. Right, and you know, there's some some pretty. Gruesome deaths. Gruesome it was deaths. Gruesome, really yeah. pushing that limit, which is definitely worth talking about because that's that was super kind of shocking to see some of the the way that people went out. Well, yeah, I had sick, yeah. a couple more things. One thing I wanted to talk about is Jurassic World and a movie that just came out, Tomorrowland, because I think that we've talked about. Right, yeah, we have talked. We have about. talked about <laughs> there, in, in detail in a, an well, earlier yeah. episode. Um, and to me, I felt that there were a lot of similarities between the two movies and a lot of parallels. Mm. And I think that, especially the main one, is the world creation in both was top class. Yeah, and they both created great worlds. Uh-huh. They did. And similarly, I think the stories were just kind of whatever once you were in the world. However, I think the way that Jurassic World held my attention better than Tomorrowland is Tomorrowland, that one scene where everything, they go through it in two minutes and you see everything cool in Tomorrowland. That amazing shot that I love. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. Now looking back, I wish that there was more peppered in throughout the movie because Jurassic World's story, I didn't care about at all. But then every 10 minutes, they got on a new ride and did something awesome. And, you're just like, and a new great. dinosaur yeah. was there. Yeah. So like drawing the parallels... Both, I think both had pretty equally cheesy stories and just kind of lame whatever writing, but the the way that Jurassic World held your attention longer, I think, puts it above. Yeah, I th- that's I agree. A, That's yeah. like a really, that is a, in, if anything, it's a positive way to look at it. Right. But right. I mean, it's, going back briefly, like another friend of mine said, this would have been so much better if Steven Spielberg directed it. And, and yeah, I just thought, I don't know about that, that. it's just not, that's not the thing. I mean, yeah. that's not the point at all. Like, you go in, you're either a fan of the original or you want to see some dinosaurs and you want to see Chris Pratt. Yeah. Right. Like, the, the marketing was smart enough. You either wanted to see it or you didn't. You go in, like, it, it's just not the kind of movie that you go in expecting five out of five storyline character development. Like, yeah, it's not going to win any awards. Like, super intense. Like, it's, it's still a family movie, just like Jurassic Park was the first one. Just like Jurassic... People who were talking about it being cheesy and there being cheesy dialogue in it. Jurassic Park was My cheesy. My God, the first Jurassic Park has some of... Like, Ian Malcolm is a ladies schmoozing... <laughs> I mean, Jeff... I mean, he's basically Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum in real life. playing himself, yeah. And there are so... Like, hold on to your butts. Twice. Samuel L. Jack... Yeah. Like, there's so many... <sighs> 
right. things in the first movie that I think there were you, so many tropes. Yeah, you have to go back. You have to go in a Jurassic World. Don't think it's going to be as good as the first, but there's so much nostalgia in there. And it's fun. Other it's people fun saying, movie. oh, you know, it wasn't really made by someone who loved the original. I mean, that is just like, what kind of movie, what are you seeing? Yeah. Right. I mean, there's he, a whole section in it that's dedicated. And basically every five minutes, somebody mentions John Hammond or the original park. Right. Within reason. And then obviously the end is full of Easter eggs. The showdown, the, the dinosaur fight is full of... Well, when they that, let out the T-Rex, it's yeah. the one from... It's the original... Yeah, with the scars and right. the flare and everything. Yeah, yeah, like if that guy didn't... If you didn't like the old Jurassic Park, you wouldn't have put that character exactly. in. Exactly, and the that fact dinosaur. that, like, yeah. obviously character. that T-Rex kills... That The last time that T-Rex saw raptors, he killed two of them. Right. And then they're working as a team to take down the, the you know, the, the mega uh, well, Indominus that, Rex. that was a positive twist. That was something yeah. that even near the end of the movie, they still introduced something cool. Yeah. They said, hey, remember this big T-Rex from before? Well, it wasn't really in the movie at all. Yeah. And now we're going to unleash it. You see it, you see it for five seconds and not even the and entire people clap thing. Immediately. Just you see its eye in the top of its right. head as it ducks down. It's really smart. I mean, most people probably could see it coming, but... It's a great twist. It was, it was yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Whether if you, or not you saw it coming. If you haven't seen it, like even if you've listened to this and we've just ruined the movie we haven't you really need to go no, see it it's, it's a, worth it's the a ticket price it's like Transformers IMAX 3D yeah I mean it's like Transformers I could tell you what happens in the entire Transformers movie but you still didn't see it and that's the difference yeah. it's not about the story it's about watching dinosaurs fight and it's about watching Jurassic World the new world it's a, it's a summer blockbuster it's, it's the what world they used and the to dinosaurs be. and the effects and there's a lot of nostalgia in there it's a it's a good cast, but the cast isn't really what matters. And if you go in expecting Christopher Nolan, just yeah. fuck off. Well, yep. do you know what I mean? Oh, Lloyd, do you want to explain the two times you cried? Because you did tweet that you cried. Yeah, twice. I, I had right. t- I had tears in my eyes for sure. Yeah, two times. Let's yes. hear what they were. Uh, the first time was. Um, was it was an interesting one for me because it didn't hit me they, the first time they used the original John Williams score the Jurassic Park theme it's when they arrive to the island they've got it they've got it brewing throughout the whole thing they go on the monorail then they go to the hotel and they've got it the score they've got up, the score yeah. playing and I'm kind of like yeah this this seems a really awkward moment to use I mean it's yeah cool I get it and then he kind of goes to the hotel room and then he opens the uh, uh, he opens the the curtains the shutters and you get the entire island and then the music just just kicks up to the next level yeah and that that almost that's when you cried i can't i had a tear in my absolutely you almost cried too the second time i saw it i I almost did i am on a podcast filled with weenies (laughs) okay not even close to the second the second second time hang on the mr notebook over there which by the way i saw for the first time a couple weeks ago we'll talk about that at some point but anyway (laughs) the the second time was nothing to do with uh the Jurassic Park nostalgic it was actually the acting and the way in which they come across the dying apatosaur similar to the triceratops in the first movie yes. the long necks i was really surprised at how much that got me because yeah, it was it's an animatronic it's dinosaur sad. you know that it is it's it's been scarred and and uh, essentially it's dying it's been attacked by the indominus rex and there's no dialogue it's great it's, directing and, and there's a moment it's a great piece of, directing. of the music and I mean, I'm I'm getting sad thinking about it now. I'm not gonna lie to you. 
Here it comes. They're just, Seriously. They're just giraffes with scales. Hold on to your butts. But they're, they're stroking its head and they, they're both kind of like really sad and she's got a little tear in her eye. And then it's completely silenced with just this really super sensitive music playing when it literally, it the so dinosaur great. lets out its last breath. And I was like, and yeah, no. yep, yeah, excuse me, I need a tissue. <laughs> Yeah, but the noises yeah. it was making when it was dying Ooh. were terrible. Then what are you talking? <laughs> right. It sounded like it was, you no, punted a cow in the throat. It's Incorrect. a dinosaur. It did not. <laughs> if it made, that's what it sounded. It like. didn't sound like that. <laughs> that was its final breath. It. There was a good. There was a good. It said, Either way, the scene was, was mo- really sad. The scene was great. There was a moment where it said moo. No, it was not. <laughs> no, it no, they was microphoned not. up a cow. All right, so we got two four out of fives and a three out of five. Pretty good. Jurassic World. Check it out. Go see it. I loved it. And it before we go, take it for what it is. Nick has created <coughs> one last Jurassic we, World we have, game. We have one more. Because he didn't want this episode to end. No, this I is, didn't want it to this end. This is a longer episode, but if you're into Jurassic Park, then you're still listening, which is yeah, great. It's a so tribute. We're paying cares? tribute to a classic. I'm just not. I'm gonna. I'm just yeah. going on and on. Okay, so this one, this one not only pays tribute to Jurassic World, but this one pays tribute to the star and gentleman, scholar, athlete, Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> so rules of this game, it's called Chris Pratt or Oprah Winfrey, and the rules of this game are: I'm gonna list a few quotes, and you're gonna tell me who said them, whether it was Pratt or Winfrey. I'm the music again. All right. Or Oprah or Chris. Okay. And in honor of Chris Pratt, um, we're going to... Sorry, this music. I'm going to start crying. In honor of Chris Pratt, and you have an option, Uh-oh. If the, the person who gets oh, one man. wrong, yeah. you have to take a shot of Fireball. <laughs> Thank you, Chris Pratt and the GQ magazine. All right, I'm changing the music up for this. All right, you can nominate... Turn down for what? You can nominate Cody, Cody T... To be your shot taker if you want whether he's into it or not so someone uh since lloyd since you won you can pick who goes first who, who wants to go first Adam, i'll go first all right what's up cody okay, what, <laughs> so what's, <laughs> the shot. what's going on then Free right, do i need to leave you leave okay okay same thing as last time david i need you uh yes to, on the clock i don't yeah on the clock is this a timed event as well no it's not because I got to read the quotes, but they're real short. All right. All right. So Lloyd is leaving the room. We have the fireball on the table right here. Can I do DeSorono instead? You, I mean, we got to ask Chris Pratt. It's fireball, so now you can't. All right. <laughs> Come on, get on with it, guys. All right. Here we go. Chris Pratt or Oprah Winfrey? Oprah. First quote. My idea of heaven is a great big baked potato and someone to share it with. That's Chris. Just be comfortable with who you are. Oprah. Television is such an evolving medium. Oprah. The biggest adventure you can take is to live the life of your dreams. Oprah. I've always been a little soft. I like to eat. Chris Pratt. I always knew I was destined for greatness. Oprah. I'm not even kind of a lesbian. Chris Pratt. When I was fat and unhappy, the only moments of respite I got was when I was eating. Now mealtimes are sometimes lame because that's the way it can be when you're eating healthily. But all the time between meals, I feel great. Chris Pratt. Bum diggity. Both? Chris Pratt. (laughs) My favorite way to blow off steam is to sing obnoxiously loud in the shower. Chris Pratt. Time. Fantastic. All right, write those down. Let's get... (laughs) Time sounds great when I say it. It's like, time. Yeah. Write that shit down. We should have timed it. (laughs) We should have. If there was a time. All right, here we go. We're getting Lloyd Williams in on this. This is going to be a good one, guys. I'm feeling it. 
I'm feeling good. Someone's going to be feeling great when they drink this fireball. All right. Lloyd Williams. Yeah. Oprah Winfrey or Chris Pratt? As in, if they said, who said it? Who said the quote? Okay. Okay. Are yeah. we ready? Yeah. Go. Are you ready, Producer David? Yes, I am. Okay. My idea of heaven is a great big baked potato and someone to share it with. Oprah. Just be comfortable with who you are. Chris Pratt. Television is such an evolving medium. <laughs> Oprah. The biggest adventure you can take is to live the life of your dreams. Oprah. I've always been a little soft. I like to eat. Chris Pratt. I always knew I was destined for greatness. Oprah. I'm not even kind of a lesbian. Chris Pratt. When I was fat and unhappy, the only moments of respite I got was when I was eating. Now mealtimes are sometimes lame because that's the way it can be when you're eating healthily. But all the time between meals, I feel great. Oh, man, that's tough. Uh, Chris Pratt. Bum diggity. Uh, Oprah. My favorite way to blow off steam is to sing obnoxiously loud in the shower. Uh, Chris Pratt. Time. <laughs> All right, here we go. Instead of saying the quotes, I'm just going to say one, two, three, four, because we don't have time for all that. So oh, we got time. Oh, we got time. Okay. So number Special one. Special edition, baby. Number one, Big Baked Potato. Cut. That's obvious, Chris Pratt. That is Oprah. That is what? Oprah Winfrey. Who got right. that right? Lloyd Williams. Yes. Great. Lloyd Williams, write that down. Adam okay. Takes yeah. Fireball. Oh, yeah. Oh, Wait. I got to take one now? You got to take, yeah. Well, every each, time you get it wrong? On every time one? you get it wrong. All right. <laughs> every time you Not get a whole shot. No. Like, like, there's nah, a lot of questions. Like that. Okay. All right. Swig. That's okay. right. That's good? Pour yeah. another ha, Pour another one. All right. Next to see. it. So, <laughs> cheers. <laughs> and here's so the Oprah. Some. This is All right. Oh, that burns. Woo! All yeah. right. One down. Okay. Number two. Just be comfortable with who you are. That was Chris Pratt. Who? Lloyd Williams got that one correct. Yes. Who got it wrong? Adam Sliger. <laughs> <laughs> the fireball champion. This one's for Chris Pratt. All right. Television is such an evolving medium. That was Chris Pratt, ladies and gentlemen. Neither. Got that one correct. Oh, my God. Well, do we both have to? Yeah. yeah. Yes. This is a lot of alcohol. It's not a lot. No. I was going to do it for the 20. That's Fuck, why I had to come over fireball. All right. Well, drink it. You know who Cheers, doesn't? Chris. Chris Pratt. <laughs> Cheers. Chris Pratt likes fireball? Yeah. He got drunk off it in a GQ uh, magazine thing. Okay. This is in honor of him. You can't get drunk in a magazine. It, it, was, it was a, a video a, thing. In, right. uh, slash, the uh, biggest uh, adventure uh, you can take is to live the life of your dreams. That was <coughs> Oprah, ladies and gentlemen. Who got that right? Uh, both of them. All right. No more fireball. Congratulations. <laughs> no more fireball. Anytime you can use your lifeline, Cody T will come in and take the shot for you. You get one. All right. I've always been a little soft. I like to eat. That was Chris Pratt. Both got that one correct. Great. Oh. All right, no more shots. I always knew I was destined for greatness. That was Oprah. Both got that one correct. Oprah. All right. I'm not even kind of a lesbian. That was Oprah. Uh, Neither uh, of them got that correct. Oh, my word. One more shot. One more shot. Hey, you're probably hey, bigger now. Cheers. Cheers to Oprah. Hey, what the hell? look at the size of that. You want me to put I, one in? I've taken six so far. <laughs> All right, cheers. Go. Cheers. What I was... <laughs> Ugh. All right, when I was fat and unhappy, rah, 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 that was Chris Pratt. Uh, both got that one correct. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Bum diggity was Oprah. <laughs> I feel like Chris Only Pratt said that Only at one that. point. You? I got that right? Yes. yes. All right, there you but go. He Take that one. Quoted as saying it. All right, and last but not least, my favorite way to blow off steam is to sing obnoxiously loud in the shower. That was Chris Pratt. Both got that one correct. Great. So nice. final so tally. I have one more shot of final, fireball. One more shot of fireball. <laughs> final <laughs> tally. I took Who, like four. <laughs> Lloyd Williams got eight correct. Yeah. Adam Slager got five correct. <laughs> uh, Lloyd yeah. Williams, did, undisputed uh, champion. Did I get both of those? Did I win both of those games today? Yes, yes. you did. Sweet. Now, so 
Double Since it. you won twice, you get... <laughs> Sorry, I just drank a lot of Fireball. That was a weird noise. <laughs> Since you won both games, yeah. you get to do a winning speech. Oh, yeah. Uh, who so would you like ahead. to thank? This has been a fun podcast, right? Yeah. I'm, I want to thank everybody who's with us today. Thank Eric and Cody for hanging out in there, disagreeing with probably you want everything a shot, with Cody? we were saying. You want to come take a shot? <laughs> yeah, come take a shot. Yeah, here. All right, who else do you want to thank? Kids. Your yeah. wife, your kids? Uh, yeah, all of parents. that. Um, all of that. Producer David? I want to thank Colin Trevorrow for making a good movie, Steven Spielberg for making a good original, and dinosaurs. a sequel that was fun, Dinosaurs. Thanks Michael to the Crichton dinosaurs. for creating the story. There you go, Cody. Thanks. He all gets right. a big one. One shot of Fireball for Cody T. Um, yeah, no, that was that was fun. That was a good this game. Okay. Good so, games. High stakes, Fireball... Who tweeted How was it? that? Good. What did he just Good. eat afterwards? Gum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was shooting it previously. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, so, um, so that's a wrap. I great. Think. That is a wrap on our podcast. We have some big stuff coming up. We're real excited. We do actually. Can we, we say what it is? Yeah, we have our first uh, guest host coming in on uh, the next podcast. Her name is Jackie Prutzman. And go ahead and tell us what she does. She is the convention manager of a wonderful convention called Walker Stalker, which is a Walking Dead convention that we will be attending. AMC's The Walking Dead. Boom. There it is. Last week on Breaking Bad. And also Breaking Bad will be there. Lost Gotham. It's super fun. It's uh, There are 12 events across the globe, 11 cities. One of them is here in sunny Orlando. Uh, and it will be the 27th and 28th, so you will find us there. Of June? We're going to... Of June, we'll be there, We're yeah. really excited because we don't really talk about TV much, but this is me our, and our Nick chance, yeah. are big Walking Dead fans. Adam has never really seen it. David, is our producer, is a big fan. So we're going to segue into into some of that cool stuff, whatever the hell we get up to at that thing. Yeah, who knows what we'll get into, but we, like I said, we will have a, a full-on guest host that it'll be super fun. We will have a fourth host on the fourth wall next next wow. episode it's gonna be great that? we're looking amazing. forward to having her and uh having some fun and we'll uh more games oh you get to make the game next week as oh, well okay all right yeah, yeah have pressure. Fun with that. pressure cool i hope pressure. i get free alcohol as a part of it <laughs> um you're welcome so yeah walkers oh thanks for the fireball nick by the way yeah, you're welcome. i appreciate it now i gotta stay here for another hour <laughs> so I can't drive yeah, home. no one's driving <laughs> uh cool yeah um so Walker next, Stalker is coming week, up. We'll learn all about that. Inside, oh, out, Inside out, the new Pixar movie that we talked about briefly in previous episodes. That's yeah. going to be fun. Super excited from our Pixar themed episode. Yeah. Um, we get to see Inside Out. It's great. Anything else? Jurassic World was awesome. It's going to keep making super money. We'll look at those figures again next week. And yeah, and I'll have probably seen it again. Yeah. Twitter, <laughs> our Twitter handle <laughs> at Fourth Wall Filmcast, I want to say. Four. Four TH Wall Filmcast. Uh, uh, yeah, hit us up there. We'll um, respond, say hi. We'll tweet you back. We'll tweet you back. We'll tweet you back. Yeah, we Just will. Just tweet us. Yeah, we're, we will. We're climbing the followers chart. We're up to 76 <laughs> of modest 76 followers. Hey, after this one, if we don't have at least 78, one more. more. That's it. <laughs> yeah, we'll <go> one more. <laughs> All right. Thanks for Great. being a part of this, everybody. Yeah, thank this you for following, uh, following us along in this weird, crazy, I don't know. See you next week. We'll see you next week.